Can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> I think I need another earphone because I'm hearing this tapping noise in my ear. Are you hearing that? No. Okay. We're not recording on. Oh, we definitely are. <laughs> Today started off rough. <laughs> Keep it funky with the listeners. Well, you know, there's a holiday this week, and mm-hmm. I had turned my alarms off. So I woke mm. up eight minutes before I was supposed to be at work. Yikes. That's not good. So, you know, it just kind of was like um, a, just a chain reaction, I think, for the day. Like, somebody came in my office at, like, five minutes before I was supposed to leave, like, yeah, we need you to handle this. I was like, mm, tomorrow. <laughs> no, I actually stayed and I and I and I did it, but I was just like, oh, right, so all okay. day these whole eight hours I was here, like, yeah, I was just like, y'all are so cute. <laughs> that would annoy my damn soul. How was your day? Um, uneventful, which okay. is good. Yeah. Um, nothing really much today. I got a busy day tomorrow, but. Yeah, today, um, not a daggone thing, actually. Work was real chill, and yeah. How was your weekend? Girl, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had to change my damn tone, because yeah. all I did was try to stay warm. My nigga, it was it's like so fucking, <laughs> what's his name, Sub-Zero had a fucking meeting with the Hulk, mm-hmm. and them niggas confronted Jack Frost. About this nigga still being here in January. Like, I'm just trying to figure out where all this cold came from. Like, literally, the wind chill, my G, was in the negatives. Like, here. Like, what are we doing here? Like, but the silver lining is what I get to feel. No, it has oh. not been this cold all winter. This is like the first little real cold front. Yeah, you're and right. it's the end of January. So I'm just like, but I. In- in real life, all the snow come into January and in February. So it ain't even like we like on a home stretch. Like this is like when shit usually get real in this area. Somebody put, no, because last year it snowed um, Easy Street actually. He posted one of those like the, you know, the year before picture. Mm-hmm. And it had snowed on like January 7th last year. Oh, I feel okay. like last winter was colder. Like for like longer periods of time, we definitely yeah. have had a lot of more, a lot of more. Lord, that ain't even nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we we've definitely had more warmer days, like unseasonably warm days, which I thank the Lord for. Them. Right. But now that it's really cold, I'm just like, what? Like mm-mm. snow now? This like, and then the crazy thing is, it's like when okay, so like 98% of the snow is gone from like the big little snow that we got um last I think it was last week but the places that it's melting it's so damn cold it's like big ass puddles of ice like it's ridiculous so it's like mm, I don't know 
I just won't complain because I just want so far because I don't want to bite uh, you know I don't want to have to retract my statement but <laughs> if winters could be like this where it's just mild 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 and then here and there we get a sprinkle of some Jack Frost yeah I'll I can give it. you that because if it was like this the whole fucking winter oh. like I would definitely be a frigid bitch no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah that's about it just Wishing I could stay in the house but couldn't because I had to run around and do some crap. But yeah, that about it. What you do this weekend? Same old shit. Sat in my bed. <laughs> um, and sat in my bed some more. It was amazing. That's lit. I'm jealous. Yeah, I mean, the little one is on punishment because of mm-hmm. mouth almighty. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you know, she was almost off, and then she just fucked up again. Lord See, God want me to stay in the house this weekend. And it was cold. Like, why, you got to finish one sentence before you commit another crime. Like, come on. <laughs> we went out one day for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. I got up. I put on some makeup. I looked real cute. But yes. as soon as I got back in the house, I rubbed that shit off. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you sound real excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I use my makeup wipes <laughs> and, and my soap to remove my makeup. And then I got back in the bed. That was such a pass, Jesus. That okay. really was bad. <laughs> uh, so we are back another week. We are on episode 23 on our Michael Jordan number and shit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you weren't feeling that? Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's what we're doing. <laughs> We done with numerology and heading to sports. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are I'm trying to get my little uh join the scammer voice on. My nice little <laughs> gorgeous Caucasian voice. We are talking about scammers. That's what we're talking about this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this um was prompted by um you actually hit me up. Actually, I, I actually did. Um, it, I had some time to um, catch up on some TV. And, um, oh, before I start into this. So, listeners, who, were li- who was listening last week, when I was talking about Game of Thrones, when Shay was trying to convince <laughs> me to watch Game of Thrones, and I literally was like, dragons, like, that's all they got in this joint. <laughs> So her and Coffee, well, and Duncan, they've all been trying to campaign for me to watch Game of Thrones for pretty much over a year now. Yes. And I have declined every offer because I actually tried um, sometime early last year and that first episode was hella dry. I was like, I'm not fucking with it. It's stupid. It doesn't catch my attention. We do do like leave me the fuck alone. Every time they were eggs, I would shoot them down. Like I was on my the Kimbe Matumbo. No, 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 not today. <laughs> like I was not <laughs> no. So then the peer pressure just got to me. And they was like, Look, watch the first three episodes. And if you don't bang with the joint, then we'll leave you alone. I said, All right. This is all the fuck I'm committing to. Not even just that. We ask that you make sure that you were paying full attention. Yes, you definitely did. you weren't distracted. Definitely. Which was key because usually when I watch stuff, like I'm paying attention, but I'll pick up my phone if I get a notification. Sometimes I'll pause when I'm watching. Sometimes I won't. Or like, you know, the kids, like I'll keep it playing, but I might like walk to the kitchen or something like that. So I kept in mind, like, 
I can't be distracted because the first episode apparently is really pivotal to understand, you know, the groundwork of the show. Mm-hmm. And listeners, my loves. I like the joint. Like, I can't even, I mean, like, I obviously was not paying attention when I watched it initially um, sometime last year. Like, which I can see now how if you're not paying attention, like, certain details will slip by and then when something another totally. scene comes up and you're just like yo what the fuck are y'all right. talking about like this is stupid wham 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 like what the fuck ice wall <laughs> what the wham, fuck wham, wham. <laughs> I was just like I'm not banging with it but it I is am... a lot to keep up with there's all these different it's houses it's so many different daggone kingdoms and characters yeah. and people and it's and situations it's like jumping from situation to situation which is cool, but in the beginning, like when you're just starting and trying to keep up with all those characters and stuff, like it was a lot. But being able to have the the time to actually sit down and watch it, um, what I can st- are you on? look. Okay, are you listen. still on season one? Yes, I am. First Ma'am, of all, wait a minute. Tr- you're not on schedule. Yes, I am on schedule. The schedule is one every day. I did like three in one day and then two in another. So but I'm you're way above the schedule that I put on Facebook. You should be on season two. You should have started season two, episode one yesterday. Should be on season two, episode two today. So how many episodes are in season one? You there's know, ten okay. in each. There's ten in each season, except for I want to say the last. This one that's coming up, and then the the one that just went off. Okay, so t- okay, I'm trying to think what today is. Okay, I will be able to when I get home tomorrow. Probably do like two episodes. Here's the thing about the schedule: the schedule is only for the weekday. So oh, then I can binge like what? Well, yeah, I could binge and it'd be good. Like if I do, that's what I'm saying. If you can get through this week then next Monday be caught up then it won't feel like you have to binge because that was another one of the things you were just like I don't want to watch this shit it's way too many episodes which is kind of how because I just started watching it during Mm -hmm. last season and that was my thing too like I don't if if it's like more than two seasons of a show I'm not watching it's too much like I'm not doing all that but the schedule has it so you only have to watch one episode a day during the weekday leading up to this the season premiere and you'll be all caught up so if i get i just need to get on this schedule that everyone's on so i don't feel so much pressure because i feel like i'm lagging behind and i feel like i'm going to get to like season six and be like f it but um other friends that um i think i posted that like i got suckered into watching it i actually like it and like some friends was hitting me i was like yo that joint tight but you you never seen it and you starting from number one right now? <laughs> it's like, woo. I said, no, it's a schedule. It's a schedule. Like, I, I should be good by the time they start. It's like, I mean, well, it's good enough that it's worth the binge, but God damn, that's a hell of a binge. It's I'm tough, like, yeah. So I'm just going to try my best to stay on schedule. Um, good TV is picking back up, so I just really need to be focused and not get behind because... Yeah, once I start getting behind on the show and it gets piled up on my DVR, then I'm just like, yikes, let me just go ahead and delete this whole series. <laughs> it's a wrap. That's how, like, me and Coffee, like, one of our favorite shows to watch together is Big Brother. And we will be in sync for, like, the first, like, the beginning half. And then I don't know, something happens where I get busy. And next thing I know, because I think Big Brother comes on like three times a week. So something happens and I look and it's like 10 episodes of my DVR. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> well, 
that was a bust. <laughs> so it just started this week. So I'm going to try my best to stay focused because I heard Tamar's on this season. So I'm definitely going to see how extra she is. But um, anyway, that was a big detour. Um, listen, but I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there because before I forgot, and my memory is always sucky. I know that's what we talked about uh last week, so I just wanted to be a grown woman <laughs> and confess <laughs> that yes, I'm eating my words, and the joint is good. Okay, so okay, back on our topic, scammers. That's what we're talking about, and it actually came about because you told me to check out. Um, these two documentaries, one that was on Hulu and the other one on Netflix about this fire festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one on Hulu is actually called Fire Fraud and the one on Netflix is Fire, the greatest party that never happened. It sounds so, so intense. dramatic. Right. <laughs> so um, I watched both of them. Um, I saw some posts today where people was like, which one is the best? And a lot of people were saying that the, they thought that the Netflix one was better, but I actually enjoyed the Hulu one better. I personally... Why I like the Hulu one better, but there was a line in that Netflix one that took me out, and that's what I've seen a lot of people talking about. So I mm. think that's why, yeah, people are remembering <laughs> the Netflix thing. But I'm not gonna start off with that line. Yeah, yeah I know. We're gonna get, we gonna get there. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the Hulu one it kept my attention more, like as far as like their storytelling and. You know, they were super dramatic with it. Not like, even just that. It kind of gave more of the backstory mm-hmm. of like... So really quickly for the listeners that don't... Oh, yeah, that don't know, even know what the hell the it Fire is. The Fire Festival was supposed to be a musical festival that was going to take place in the Bahamas like over two weekends in um, April and May of 2017. It was uh, organized by this... By Fire Media founder Billy McFarland. Billy and- Badass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and um, Ja Rule. it's fire right they were supposed to like they were the organizers or whatever so the Netflix special kind of talked more so it talked a little bit about the planning uh, leading up to it but it mostly talked about the aftermath of what took place after the festival did not occur Mm -hmm. the Hulu one I like though because it gives you the backstory of how much of a scam artist that Billy McFarlane nigga was like off the rip like, <laughs> like years ago <laughs> right <laughs> like, he, he been on his Caucasian shit yes. just like honey look honestly truly so it started off with a little magnesium card mag do you mag- magnesis magnesis okay yeah. whatever it looked like magnesium <laughs> but <laughs> Is probably magnesium is a fucking element. Yeah, it is. That's my ass the fuck out of here. (laughs) I was like, no, I don't think it's that. No. (laughs) Me paying attention though. Oh, periodic table. Okay. Oh. (laughs) So it started with dad. Like he created this like credit card type thing. Um, which let me also say this: y'all motherfuckers try to lump me into this damn millennials group, and I'm not. I will be very clear that I identify with Generation X. And after watching this documentary, I am now con- 100% confirmed. I'm not no fucking millennial. Like, actually, get the, the fuck out of here. Actually, I, I, I hate it because they say that, like, the millennials 
I read something like millennials started if you were born after like 1981. So I was just like, what? Because uh, the way that my life is set up, I'm not, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm a millennial, but that's how they kind of group and things. The last time I read something. Oh, well, then I'm good then. Let me let me stay with my folks. Because <laughs> look, some of the stuff they was doing, I was like, oh, y'all so young. Jesus. But um I digress. Yeah. But um for this uh Magnesis car, it's basically he came up with this it's kinda like a little it was it was like a credit card thingy where it came with different perks. So when you use your card and you were a member, you had access to this quote unquote penthouse that used to be like supposedly like, you know, it was like a part like being a part of a club or something so it's supposed being to be like the who's who yeah like going to like lit penthouse parties like you would have um first dibs on like super exclusive tickets to concerts and sports events and whoop de whoop de whoop and long story short it all ended up being a whole ass scam like apparently the penthouse parties were not as popping as billy badass um portrayed and like these tickets um he was barely getting some of them and he was like basically robbing Peter to pay Paul is that the saying like yeah. with this money but yeah he'd been in this scam game and uh getting these coins by any means necessary at a, a very young age like um, according to these stocks he would sell like he would sell he would advertise hey I got these many tickets to see the on the run tour but in order to pay that he would have to get the money from the heat tickets that he just tried to sell like two weeks ago or something like that. It was crazy just seeing, you know, how he was trying to fund everything. And I actually just saw something. I'm looking at these little notes that I have about the little magnesis thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sitting up here thinking this magnesis thing was an actual credit card. It's actually not even a real credit card. It's like the millennial version of American Express Black Card. But mm-hmm. it basically, you pay a $250 fee to have this card, which essentially carried the information from your existing debit or credit card. So basically, that's like taking my already existing, who I bank with, and all I, I have to pay you $250 for you to put that information on this new car and then I get like these little quote unquote exclusive membership perks to private events and all this extra shit. What? So it's not even a a separate line of credit. It's literally the same joint that you got. He was scamming. He was in this thing. And that was like around 2014. Yeah. Yeah. He was in this thing. So he used, although that there was like an article that came out that basically said that that whole McNeese's or whatever it's called mm-hmm. was some BS, he was still able to um, use that money to create Fire Media Incorporated. Mm-hmm. And so from what I'm gathering, the whole idea of the company was that they wanted to create that that app mm-hmm. so that like regular old people like you and me could rent out a celebrity so for like uh, birthday parties or special events they're basically trying to make it seem like tinder where you could like celebrity tinder <laughs> yeah like 
the celebrities could say like, okay, this person, you know, they're offering this much money for me to come to little Timmy's birthday party. Mm-hmm. I could say yes or say no. And that the festival was supposed to be kind of like a Kickstarter or, or like promotion type thing. Like for the, the app yeah. itself. Is that what you Yeah, heard? that's what okay. that's what I understood. Because, girl, after I started getting into the documentaries, I kind of forgot about that whole fucking app thing until they <laughs> right. talked about it again at the end. Like, oh, oh shit, yeah, this was the whole. That. <laughs> and they had them all separated. So the people working on the app, like, yes. it was just a whole clusterfuck of stuff. But, um, oh. where do we begin? Like, uh, I guess we began four months out before the goddamn festival because that's when the hell he started. So, like, <laughs> we're not going to sit up here and document the whole timeline because y'all definitely can borrow somebody's password to go on Hulu and and uh, Netflix and watch it yourself because I know, you know how they say everybody ain't got no account. It's probably like five real people that are paying <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just passes that password around to get onto Hulu and Netflix. So, in a nutshell, he um first of all apparently to all the all the people that they talked to about this guy billy like he was like the ultimate like swindler like he can talk you into everything like he was able to get big investors like people that was investing millions of dollars into this thing like it was projected when he talked to all the vendors and laid out how he wanted this festival to be it was going to be like 35 million to pull this shit off and he was like, at first he was like, we're going to do it in six months. And the vendor's like, yo, an event at this, like, the way you want it and the luxury and all this stuff like that, it's going to take about a year. And he's like, nah, you got six months. Shit ain't start actually moving until, like you say, four months out. But the crazy thing is, he was supposed to have this one island, which I don't know, it, it feels like a little bit of common sense. <laughs> like, you want to have this whole crazy concert with these villas like he's selling luxurious villas like all this other stuff but like it's on uh, a deserted island like where are you going to get electricity and power and stuff and like all that stuff and like they were saying like it was just like a slab of land it like, literally was, was like nothing else there uh, there's no running water no nothing. bathrooms nothing like literally it was just like in the middle of this beautiful ocean and then like yeah, it's land. I feel like even a year for that location was would be generous. I Hell like yeah, because they had to build buildings everything. and like you yeah. said, no plumbing, no electricity. Like you would have had to put in some solar power, some backup generators out the walls. Like it would have had to have been crazy, crazy. And they didn't think it through. I think they were going through. Um, it was like some island that used to belong to um, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, Pablo Escobar, and they was like, you know, they was in negotiations he was super close to having the island locked down they was like you know we're trying to rebrand and re-image it so we don't want any like reference that this used to belong to Pablo Escobar like we don't want that like you know you can you know once we go through the whole legalities like you can get it but like in your promotion don't talk about it a lot they said the first fucking promotion that they put out my nigga it was on there like this island used to belong to Mm -hmm. Escobar, and they was like you know what fuck that you ain't got no island we fucking told y'all no and then so they didn't have the island 
So, because I don't even think they was finished all the paperwork yet. So it's not like it was in breach of contract for them to even renege. Like right. they literally was like, oh no, like y'all niggas not even paying attention to what we saying. So they were on this witch hunt to try to find another island. They go into all these islands that some of them look like swamp lands. And long story short, they ended up in the Bahamas. And this island the area where they were having it at because this one actually was more city so it's like all right they got a little bit more infrastructure that we can kind of build some stuff we're like literally they got power like we're not building from the ground up but where the location was it literally was a bunch of concrete because they were originally supposed to be building like houses and stuff there or some type of something over there so it wasn't even like a beach (laughs) it was like a plot of land by the water but they're, like the beach was like some miles down the road. They literally had to bring sand in to make it even look beachy. Like you just have to see the pictures and watch the documentary to see it because I was just like, what the fuck, I would be mad as shit. Then they was swindling with the promotion because you're promoting it that it's on this private island when actually it is on a section of a bigger island. So they literally like cropped out the section where they were having it and put to make it, it seem like to that. make it seem like it was an island and whole time it's just like the a portion of it. So where are we going with the with that? tickets? So is the astronomical range? The tickets range anywhere from like for so for day tickets. I mean five hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollars, and then the VIP packages. Like if you're including airfare. With these luxury tent accommodations, those could get up to $12,000. <laughs> then, if you were one of those people that wanted, like, a villa, it was like, I think they said the highest number I heard on the documentary was, like, $250,000. Don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, the, the original promo, they had also, boom, they had all these Instagram influencers, which... Just Instagram Honey, we're gonna have a, a conversation about that because yeah fuck out of here but <laughs> all these I guess people that have thousands and millions of people that follow them they change their Instagram post to like this orange like an orange screen or whatever mm-hmm. and if you clicked on it it took them to the link to like you said the commercial with the hey, this is the island. They made that train look lit. They had all the models. Like, Loki, if I would have seen that, I would have been like, oh, this train, like, it's going to be everything. I was going to say that that commercial did look lit, but, like, (laughs) I just feel like, (laughs) like, basically, he said in one of the documentaries, they're selling the average loser the illusion of, like, being (laughs) popping basically mm-hmm. and i'm just like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for first of all then this is no shade the bahamas don't cost they don't cost nowhere near two hundred fifty thousand dollars to to have fun in the bahamas look like, and that's airfare that's like everything luxurious everything. like amenities like all of that like it, you don't need all of that and you I'm have like, the most what? lit the most lily time yeah I, I just I couldn't, I, ugh, I don't know. Um, basically, it sounded like the reason, it sounded like everybody really was putting their all into the True. festival. The issue was that 
that money started getting funny with a lot of people. It wasn't started. started. It was like off the rip. Like people was <laughs> he was making fake um wire for um transfers and shit. Like they was like, you know, give me my money. And like they would have like he was sending a confirmation, like, yeah, it's been wired. And like they was like, it's nothing in my account. Like people was not getting paid, but like like I said, he was robbing Peter to pay Paul. He had these investors coughing up more money. He was like flipping. The, the man's a hustler. Like, but if he was able to do it just for a little bit more, I think they could have pulled something off. It, it wasn't ever going to be what he was saying. Right, but he could have did enough where people would have like this. Y'all, this nigga definitely was bullshitting. But I mean, it was fun as fuck, though. Right, maybe we'll <laughs> come back next year and then maybe they'll have their because he could have gave the excuse together. about like you know it's a new festival, like things happen. Mm-hmm. You could have even used the whole little weather thing and all of that, but. Back. Honey, like you didn't do nothing until like hardcore stuff wasn't starting to be done until like three and a half months out. Like literally, like starting to try to like build and create stuff. Like it literally was like a stage and ponchos. Like that's <laughs> they had FEMA tents out. Like mind you, these were supposed to be what he villas with like villas and these um geodesic domes and they're supposed to be <laughs> modern and eco-friendly and they were supposed to be you know with all the little hipster uh, you know people mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that all mm-hmm. the hipster people would want to stay in all the and glamorous Caucasians being, I, I was included I was thinking it but I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> um it ended up being like the FEMA tents that were left over from some hurricane, guess, some hurricane that ran through. Mm-hmm. And they just had mattresses in these tents. Like, and, and oh, baby, God don't like ugly. Because the night before that festival, <laughs> <laughs> it stormed. <laughs> it rained so much that every bed that was in them little tents was soaking wet. So, literally, all the little fuck shit that they did get to put together and maybe could have fudged to look halfway decent nothing like you gotta watch a documentary um and i'm talking yeah, about the hulu one we're not doing it just but honey when you see the videos of them painting like the day before when they're like trying to do the, they they had boxes from amazon like they was ordering shit to try and get this shit together they yeah. was like look we need to get some pillows like going over the man bought like did he buy like a million dollars worth of liquor i guess he like if i get everybody drunk they not gonna care where they sleeping like let me but then they were saying that on having a million dollars you had to pay like a ninety thousand dollar liquor tax because yes. like you're bringing it into a whole nother country so it's like who the fuck buys that much liquor but it was a fucking shit show. They were using it all at the time, like the locals were super excited because they like, you know, we haven't had something this this big with all these celebrities and all these people coming. So this is like a good look for us. It and was providing jobs. Economy. Right. Yeah. It was providing jobs. Like they needed catering services, like people that was actually building the actual um, you know, location where these quote unquote villas were supposed to be. Like it literally was like boosting, like this was gonna be lit. Long story short, because like I said, we're not going to go, we're not going to spend the whole tag on podcast, like, going on about this particular scam. But long story short, Billy Badass was not paying everybody. It was so many different workers that did not end up getting paid, honey. Like, it was a fucking shit show. The joint um, ended up, obviously, and people was very upset when they got there and saw their wet beds. But one thing 
that it wasn't funny, but I was like, you have got to be shitting me. One dude came out and he's up here trying to get a system together where he like, look, we definitely don't have enough tents for everybody. But like, I'm, you know, getting names, starting to assign people to stuff, like getting stuff organized. And Billy Badass stands on top of a fucking crate or something and was like, look, y'all need somewhere to sleep? Go find you somewhere to go. And literally it was a mad fucking dash. Mad dash to the tent. Imagine (laughs) thousands of people already agitated because they're not where they're supposed to be they're like yo where the hell am I supposed to sleep and like I'm gotta send in this long ass line to get my accommodations to see what the hell's going on and then all of a sudden you're just like just go find a tent let me tell you something luckily that tent was geared towards uh others with money because if this was in Atlanta It would have but a fucking brawl because let me have stood in that line and gave my information and they're like, hey, Dice, we've assigned you to tent number 47. And I'm like, okay, lit. And I'm on the way walking to tent 47 and Billy Badass stands on the damn crate. He's like, everybody go get a tent. <laughs> and I see someone in tent 47. All hell would have fucking broke <laughs> loose. I would have set tent 47 on fire. Like, it would have been a hot fucking mess. So, Long story short, Billy caught some charges. <laughs> well, before then, though, mm. the people that were there called it, they, well, not the people that were there, but the media, mm-hmm. they made, and I'm not saying they sensationalized it because I don't know how it was there, but they were liking it to Lord of the Flies. Uh, I, I would assume a lot of us have read it because I feel like it was like mandatory for people to read. And I don't know what that is, my You never read Lord of the Flies? Mm, I it never even heard of it. About the little boys that were stuck on the island or whatever, and they had to fend for themselves, and then they ended up making it a movie, Mm-mm. like in the late eighties, early nineties. No, no, no. Oh, DC. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> don't come, okay. don't come for us, please. <laughs> Well, there was this Asian dude. He's a dickhead. He basically mm-hmm. said, like, him and his friends didn't want nobody to be in the tents around them. So they literally went to the tents that were surrounding oh. the tents they were in and, like, <laughs> pissed on the bed. And was knocking joints over and fucking them up. I was like, yo. What kind of... <laughs> be happy Listen. that you got a tent. You talking about, I don't want nobody by me. Like, but Please. not even just that, like, you realize the whole situation is fucked up. Like, it's already, like, it's it's fucked up. People just pay thousands of dollars because I'm, tickets alone, they still had to fly down there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that they is still... just the expense. And then they right. had little fake wristbands talking about load your wristbands up for activities. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you're going to take it a step further and just, like, pee on the mattresses that are there. Ignorant. That's I would have, I would have been fighting for sure. I, I would, it just would have been. <sighs> Anywho, so, uh, Mr. McFarland, like you said, he caught some charges. Mm-hmm. Got out on bail and started scamming again. Yes. So y'all, <laughs> what the he, fuck? He gets locked up. He gets out on bail. He gets out. And he starts doing that ticket shit that we were talking about before, except mm-hmm. he's doing it under a different name. And he brought somebody else in to be the face and the voice, so they the wouldn't whole know time it was that he had something <laughs> to do with it. But he basically went right back to saying, "Hey, one tickets to the Matt Gala, even though ain't no tickets to the damn Matt Gala for people Mm-mm. to advertise." Like he went right back to it. Not only that, 
I read an article that he tried to hustle a, a Netflix out of some money. What? Yes. He told, when Netflix contacted him about being in their documentary, mm-hmm. he told them, you know, but Hulu offered me this much money to be in their interview. So I'll, mm. I'll be in your interview for 250000 And they were like, nah. Nah, so you straight up. Like, he was like, well, you know, if not two hundred and fifty thousand, I'll I'll do it for a hundred thousand. And Netflix was just like, nah, nah, <laughs> like we're not paying you to talk about how you scam people out of money, people money. <laughs> like you've had enough money, sir. You had your chance, like you blew it. So I, I was just like, this nigga is just he's he's like, addicted to that shit. Like he's just. They said that in one of the documentaries too. They talked about it, like people like him. They once they start the scam and they about that scam like yes. forever. Look, let me tell you something. Teach me a scam. I won't be greedy. I promise you, I don't need thirty-five million. <laughs> let me scam enough to pay off some student loans and a couple bills, and I'm gonna lay low. Like you ain't gonna find me. But child, look, a whole mess. But I know you the wanted ankle? The, the ankle. No, the angle. Oh, the angle. I liked about. <laughs> the Hulu documentary over the Netflix one is that it talked about like you were mentioning the millennials Mm -hmm. and this whole idea that you have to be be in the know and with the crowd and and, FOMO fear missing out like if something popping is going like you got to do whatever the fuck it takes to get there like what in the fuck would make you what would have you so pressed to be to look like you're the it celebrity that you would spend that much fucking money without on a, details on a festival yeah there was no there no was receipts any details people, that people was hitting up the little uh joint like we ain't get information they was like oh yeah you need to email customer service they was like well customer service isn't responding like i haven't got anything like confirmation on my you know my purchase like x y and z and like they pretty much was giving niggas the run around like oh, okay but yet you still didn't like report anybody to the better business bureau whatever the process is when you right. pay a lot of money and it seemed like shit ain't right y'all still was like well Let's get on a plane. <laughs> See like, what it's hidden for. That's people with money. Festivals, <laughs> right? Cheaper. So there are much cheaper festivals <laughs> where you can still post up and look like, I, ma'am, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I'm just not going to the Bahamas, not even for a music festival. Like I just can't even wrap my mind around it. I'm going to like, how much does it cost to get to Fiji? Because that's where I'm going. Right. Like, I'm not spending two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to stay in a villa in the Bahamas. That is crazy yeah and it's just it's just people care so much about appearances that they put themselves in stupid ass situations to get to get scammed i unfortunately i didn't really have that much sympathy for anybody that uh got scammed like ain't no way like i just gotta be careful i Uh -uh. didn't mm. i don't yeah, it couldn't be me. And as far as the attendees, yeah, I should say right. Like it's no way. I mean, and maybe it's just because I don't have that type of money. <laughs> but I just feel like even if I had that type of money, like I would want to invest it in some type of festival or trip where it's more reputable. <laughs> where if I am paying for something that costs that much money, I'm getting some type of um assurance and 
communications that makes me feel like this is legitimate. But they were saying that stuff, people was even posting stuff online where people were trying to connect the dots. Like, yo, this don't make sense. But people were still like, whatever, fuck that shit. This ain't going to be lit. You see that commercial? Like, we in there. Like, right. millennials. But... <sighs> so I, I like that angle. It made me think about, though, I mean, that was a very large scale scam mm-hmm. but if you look online it's scamming it's scamming shit all the everywhere. time everywhere like, y'all bitches is still promoting flat be- belly tea or whatever the hell that shit is called look it was a but it was a whole ass um scan not scandal but um a little scam last year where this woman in new orleans scammed um people coming to the essence festival like she was there's always one of those dog like <laughs> she was up here like she got her little travel agency and she like look you know, book through my agency and we'll get everything like your your flights, your um the concert tickets, like any other like little you know, because it's like a whole bunch of stuff that happens at the Essence Fe- Essence Festival, and you know people that ain't from New Orleans they just coming down there looking to get lit, have a good time. They're like yeah, like book my shit, make make the joint tight, like whole time, like not then nothing was being booked, and like she literally got close to $80,000 and ripped people <laughs> ripped people the fuck off but she ended up getting arrested though of course because she, you know she's black but, how um, long did she go to jail? huh? how long is she in jail for? Um, good question I didn't look that deep into it but oh, okay. I can provide those receipts to you guys later but um, <laughs> yeah but that was last year so I'm sure she was sentenced by now but yeah like all the scams like you said the flat tummy tea like the waist trainers, like every like child look. Listen, and I am a bigger girl, so I don't try them all. Yeah. Uh, except for flat belly tea, because I feel like by that point I already tried everything else. I did t- try one of them teas. It was some kind of detox tea. I did try a tea, just not that one. Yeah, I didn't do flat one, tummy tea though. It's being advertised by bitches that I know for sure had surgery, whole like, ass surgery. Like, ma'am, you did <laughs> not get that by drinking no fucking tea and wearing no waist trainer. Like, no, yeah, you definitely like, got lipo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. shut the fuck right, up. So cut it out. <laughs> right. But people are just out here getting scammed, and I don't know if it's because they are like misinformed or ignorant or like the dumbest scam is that uh, buy a gift card. If you buy a gift buy a gift card, put fifty dollars on it, I'm gonna flip it for you and you're gonna have a thousand. No, that person's gonna have fifty extra dollars. Exactly. <laughs> buy a fucking gift card and I'm gonna flip the gift card for you. Yeah, it's like you buy like a rechargeable card or something like that, and then you just reflip it. There was actually somebody on the shade room. Mm-hmm. Uh this was like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and she was like, Yeah. I'm the I just won the lottery out of such and such and such and I want to bless somebody here uh, with some money. In so the comments? Just, yeah, <laughs> so I was just being funny and I was like, yeah, I need to bless him. What's up? So she hits me in the DM. She's like, yeah, um, you know, I have this amount of money to uh, to offer to you. I just need your banking information. So I was like, ah, I get my cash up. Right, <laughs> like what? Who who's even giving people their banking information when it's cash app Venmo, Venmo all of that Zelle, it's so PayPal like get yeah, the fuck out like, of here like what are you talking like, about oh blah 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> like get bitch, the fuck you out of here it. like 
it's so many scams out here like but this isn't something new it's just that scammers are evolving because it was scams back 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 in the day and like when back when AOL was the internet um, carrier that we had in the house and like literally they would send the most crazy emails like hey alert there's something going on with your account we need you to log in right now like all them little phishing emails that my parents was going to fall for and all type of crazy <laughs> I was like look don't click on shit if you get an email that says alert don't open it let me come right. and check it out and then I'll let you know like most of that shit you need to delete like if it's something wrong with your bank dry your ass down the street and, and go into the branch and ask them like you don't need to be logging on entering no information because they're gonna ask you for passwords all type of stuff and collect that and be in this bitch like nah like but those scams I have a little bit more sympathy to because I know there was one you know with our what we do mm-hmm. You know, we get information and stuff like that. And so, like, there was this one uh, little phishing attempt where it looked like the Netflix page, but it was like, oh, something is wrong with your account. You know, on the next screen, just make sure all your billing information is correct. Mm -hmm. But it was actually a scam. But when I looked at it, I was like, damn. That joint look legit. It'd be like the emails that come in look legit. Like, it take you to a little landing page that look like, it's right. really on that page, like all of that. Like I even get, I even side eye sometimes when I get the little notification on the iPhone when they be like, "Hey, we need verification of your account information." I'm like, "Nah, nigga, you ain't getting yeah, my little. Like, why you need that again? Why you need my CVV joint? What's that? Right. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But yeah, like yeah, this joint though, like even the the boutiques that you go online, you ain't never like I have not a fear but like it stresses me out to shop online because just because it looks a certain kind of way online when it comes here and my body goes into it I can guarantee (laughs) you that's not how it's going to look like I'm going to look in the mirror and be like god damn it I don't look like that model so I just prefer not to shop online unless it's a store that I have actually physically been in or I have clothes of that brand or whatever whatever or that I know somebody that's similar in my body shape that actually has shopped there it's like oh yeah like they trying to fit good or whatever whatever I'm the opposite but look these daggone clothes from these boutiques I'm gonna say something I'm not naming no names because I'm not being sued for defamation of character but Dice bought a dress online and it oh. was my size. <laughs> but let me tell you something. When it arrived, it looked like it would have fit Kendall Jenner. I was just like, I mean, oh. I'm just trying to figure out, should I let my left thigh wear this dress or my right thigh? Because like my whole body will not fit into this little ass pencil dress that you think is going to. Like, no, I ordered my correct size. I'm looking at the tag like, did they give me the wrong size? No, nope, that's my size. So I just don't, I prefer not to shop online. Like I said, unless it's somewhere that I've actually, I wear their clothes, have been in their store or somebody can vouch for me and be like, nah, it's straight. Because they, they got all the memes in the world. It's like, you, you buy this and this will show up. And you just like, mm, that's not how it look. <laughs> that's not how it look when I purchased it. But it's the site a lot of the ladies like to get their hair from. Mm. You know, and they're across the pond. Mm. 
that's you know mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say their name but they also sell other things like clothes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and their sizing chart is not even the same as america's sizing chart mm-hmm. so just that alone is enough for me to be like i don't have time for this right because if it <laughs> all makes, these conversions and shit like I, i'm like mm-hmm. i'm not going through all that right. for clothes. right it's certainly not that serious so many other I places i can go <laughs> <laughs> yes i got one thing from that website and one thing only and i had to go get a dry clean and the asian lady at the dry cleaners was like i'm gonna fix this for you because this is a this is a uh i forgot what she called it but basically she was saying it was a piece of shit oh, God, and she damn. actually fixed it for me for like 20 bucks but she was just like i mean all they had to do was x y and z and then when i told her where i got it from she said oh no honey. <laughs> no baby <laughs> oh, no, you are wild sweetheart <laughs> and i was just like damn i thought the asian people stuck together Mm-mm. but she said fuck out of here they said a scammer's so. a scammer <laughs> um, and i get it like get your coins get it how you live but like not at my expense <laughs> like don't scam me like but at the same time like i feel like for the most part like I ain't gonna fall for the little the lottery scams and the um Instagram joints where you trying to get me to give you information or that hey locked out of your Facebook put your uh, login information no, I'm straight I guess I'm locked out now <laughs> like you know what I realized though when I watched these um documentaries it's a lot of gullible ass people in the world well facts <laughs> but I don't. I, like, I don't even follow none, none of those people. I never heard of this shit until yeah. they talked about it on the read, like the aftermath of it mm-hmm. when it happened. Mm-hmm. And even then, I was just like, oh, this sounds like rich white people probably. Yep. So I don't know nothing about this. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't I don't follow none of them people. They were talking about, oh, Kendall Jenner, oh, uh, Chanel Iman or whatever her name is. They were going through all these names and everyone is like, I mean, yeah, if you see this on their page, you're, well, I don't, I don't see that shit. They don't pop up on my explore page. I, I would say that I never heard of that. Shit I never heard of it. it either. Like literally, I, and the, but the crazy thing is I actually follow both of them, but like, I'm literally skimming through and like, you know how they say like, we decided to break, make this big orange block so that people actually would stop and scroll. Maybe they posted it when I wasn't online, but I don't remember seeing nothing. And I probably, if I did press play, was like, oh, no, there's some shit I can't afford. Keep scrolling. <laughs> like, I'm t- I'm telling you, I don't even recall that shit. So, yeah, definitely um, not on my radar because, like you said, not on my Explore page and the, them two that was doing it. Like, yeah, you must have catch me at the right time when I was online. But I'm not in the demographic y'all probably was looking for anyway, so... <laughs> So I know we just moving on to like everybody scamming, but I did want to say, want to point out mm-hmm. one thing. So um, early in the Hulu, uh, early on in the Hulu documentary, they were talking about Billy McFarland's investors. Mm-hmm. One of his investors was this dude. Um, what's I forgot his name. I know McDonald. He he used to be the owner of the Oklahoma City something because I'm not into sports I don't know mm-hmm. um and he also had like a oil business well his ass got caught up in some like fraudulent shit with the oil business and then the day after he was found guilty he see I was confused about his death he ended up dying in a car accident yeah. and when I read about the car accident. 
it was that he was driving 80 miles an hour and he crashed into a wall. Did, so I'm I wonder like, did he kill they, himself though? That's what I'm saying because the website that I saw didn't say that he committed suicide. But it was around so that like, time when all that shit was coming down with them like oh lord like it's about to go down like it just seemed like the timing of it all is like eh. but the way they even said in the documentary they they said it was like kind of weird like the timing but nobody called it a suicide so mm-hmm. i was like what the hell illuminati type shit mm-hmm. you know some shit that ain't, that ain't in my tax bracket and what it is is he ain't dead he probably faked his death and he's somewhere like look i need to get them up off my back let me uh you with money it like sound like some scandal shit. with with money like that like let me make yeah. myself disappear <laughs> get up out of here so that made me start digging into everything and i found that like one of his investors was also dick devoe which is the betsy devoe's husband and which is the secretary of education for trump and them mm-hmm. so in my mind i was just like oh you didn't have the right judge in your life anyway you over here fucking with that team <laughs> okay. you see that's why the shit fucks up for you right but then i'm like i said i was reading all these articles and there's this one chick named anna delvey or something like that she was like a German, Russian, German. She's a Russian German woman. Mm-hmm. She basically uh she got charged with like grand larceny for scamming like uh scamming a bunch of people. And all she was was like a socialite. Like she just popped up to stuff. She would be Gucci down from head to toe. But she was basically like showing up with cash everywhere. Mm-hmm. But her yeah, she was showing up with cash everywhere. She would get loans from like one bank account to pay off something, then go to another bank account to get a loan because she was supposedly trying to create this like art museum or something like it. I don't know. They're making it. They're making it a a, a show. Shonda Rhimes is actually going to. Oh, that's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit there. Yeah, they don't have a lot of information on the internet about it, and I think that's because they're creating the show. Mm -hmm. But her name popped up because allegedly she scammed Billy McFarlane, Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So I was like, look, you know, karma the way that works. But it's just so funny, like, this whole circle is full of scammers, Mm -hmm. like, from the oil nigga to the fake Instagram socialite from Russia. I'm just like, y'all just, if it looks like it has money, y'all would just that was the crazy thing. Like the Anna girl, what I read, and the Billy nigga, mm-hmm. they got money from investors. Investors were giving them millions of dollars, and then they was going no back product. to some of the investors, like, "Yo, I need some more because blah blah blah." Like, I I don't know how they wasn't able to pull it off with the money. They should have just pulled it off at a lower, like a lower level, or like or listen to the damn vendors and was like, "Let's just postpone it. Like, let's just push it out. Like, and give us more time, and we can get it right." And they just like they got twenty four million dollars. Dog, you can't pull off a festival. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's crazy. I can't even imagine a million dollars in my pocket right Let now. Let alone so like twenty four. Right, right, <laughs> child. There's another um girl. I was in a rabbit hole when I was looking at these, <laughs> <laughs> all, these articles. All the scammers. You was on the black. The, was the black web. I was. <laughs> In Silicon Valley, there was this lady named Elizabeth Holmes, Mm -hmm. and she uh, got charged with wire fraud because she came up with this idea or, yeah, idea. 
but she basically had a company where she said that like all all she needs is a drop of someone's blood <laughs> to determine like illnesses and blah 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 blah. So it, basically, the idea was that it was going to cut down on uh, money and time and all the other good stuff. Like nobody should ever have to go and give blood uh, at a lab or anything because you know with her technology, just a, a a drop of blood would read someone's whole like DNA. You know, she'd be able to see if someone's predisposed for um, diabetes and so on and so forth. All that shit she was claiming was wrong as fuck. And she ended up scamming um, investors out of mil- she was one of the richest women in America. Wow. Like she, she had billions of dollars. Wow. And telling people what they got, <laughs> yeah, and was using third party equipment. Was telling everybody she had all these companies that were vouching for her that her shit didn't need to be FDA approved when it did, and all this other shit. Wow. And I was just like, for me, it was just like, so basically, these people look like they have money. They are in uh the right enough circle. So people just hand bullshit, them money, and people just give them money. Look. What do I have to do? Who do I have to know? Let me go ahead and get my... I ain't trying to scam me off for millions. I just need to pay off my student oh, loans. Like, for real. That's it. Yo, that's hella wild. Like, I saw something where they think that um, somebody thought that, uh, like, I don't want to say the names of the companies, but those companies that tell you um, wh- where you're from and your background, that that was a I scam. Think those scams. I definitely and it's do. crazy because I've always wanted to do it, and then I was like, "Do I want to drop a hundred, <laughs> like, just for somebody to tell me that you know?" My I, best friend went on this whole thing. She's gone to like three or four of those companies to find her background, and I'm really surprised because she's usually very skeptical of stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. just like. I don't want them harvesting my information like that. I just feel like it's another way for them to get my information and we yeah. already give them way too much like even when way we're too much playing them games on facebook don't they ask for all the information like they get they getting all the information like where are you from what was the name of your high school blah blah not know what you should know those are the security questions that they ask you on like more secure sites like for your bank like if you get yeah. locked out uh, yeah. tell me what uh, what was the name of your high school that you graduated? What was the mascot? Like, what's your favorite color? Like, what's your mother-in-law's middle name? Like, all the stuff they asking you, like, they just gathering this information, and yeah. Yeah, it was too much for, that's too much for me, and so while I do want to know where I'm from, on one hand, I'm just like, I don't trust that shit, and then on the other hand, there's a little meme that's going around that's saying something like, ain't that crazy that they steal you from your damn country and then they charge you $100 to figure out where you're from. Ooh. And that made me feel some kind of way because <laughs> that meme had a goddamn point. Fuck y'all. For I'm sure. not paying y'all to tell me where y'all stole me from. Exactly. Like, <laughs> tell me for free. Nothing. All black people right. should get that test for, for free. the fuck free. Y'all ain't giving us <laughs> reparations anyway, so y'all can at least tell us where we're from. Thanks. <laughs> that's the least, the least you can do. <laughs> got so upset back to scamming <laughs> <laughs> <People>. <laughs> you made me sick at the end of the day y'all just need to know like not everything you read on the internet is true like I exercise just a poquito bit of common sense and I mean if you just got it like that where you can just throw cash away and it's like no big deal then like 
do you but i know people in my circle we ain't got it like that so you know how we could have it like that no we need to see people think that youtube is a is a dead or dying culture but but everybody go on youtube but no youtube used to be before podcasts youtube used to be what you went to be a creative right (laughs) you know that girl queen nausea queen nausea she sings that medicine song. Mm-mm. Girl, you ain't missing nothing. I ain't even about to get into the song because honestly, <laughs> the shade room is the only reason why I'm bringing her up because they keep trying to make her happen. And it's just like, please leave me alone. Mm. But her career started off on YouTube where her and her ex boyfriend would basically just do videos of like their lives every day. And I know I used to actually watch this one couple. Mm-hmm. who low-key I feel like they should get a divorce but they're not going to because they make like millions off of just doing vlogs of their lives with their kids and I'm like I know people who have far more interesting lives let like, me tell you something there are kids that are the age yes, of my daughter who toys. are making millions mm-hmm. by getting toys and making videos of them playing it and telling people what like you know like okay this is lit like this is fun or no I don't like this about it they have gotten so many followers that toy companies give them free toys to review because Mm -hmm. they know if they get a good review everybody's going to want to buy like literally I feel like that's how my daughter got her damn Christmas list is from YouTube kids because she's looking at the reviews and telling hey you need to ask your parents for this joint because this is the lit joint right here and they like yo that's what I need for Christmas like making millions and I'm just like yo my daughter's a lot more funny than all of y'all so like I'm I don't just know saying, make it happen because yeah. Low-key hacky. I'm not saying that all these people are scams. Like, obviously, I'm not going to say the babies are trying to scam us with their toy reviews. But if you're not in no happy marriage, but you put in on a shelf so you can keep getting these YouTube checks. Yeah. I mean, again, maybe not a scam, but y'all hella fraudulent. Yeah, hella fraudulent. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, people are out here. There was an Instagram, Instagram joint. I don't know how she got all these followers. She had like close to a million followers. Don't have a job. Just basically used to write posts about like living uh, wherever the hell she was living and like stuff with her boyfriend and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. She is basically about to go on a multi-city tour just to basically talk about uh, living your best life. Like it's basically the seminar is called something like uh hold on i'm about to pull it up because i was just like is is this what we're doing like in this day and age i feel like people are able to get on a lot quicker but you just gotta get on one like all these millions of like instagram and social media comedians it's like all it takes is the right person to see your video Listen. And you go viral, and it opened up the most opportunities. She's charging $165 for a four-hour seminar on how to be yourself. This <laughs> bitch is putting on a seminar on how, on how to, to be, be yourself. yourself. You're going to let... Like, how is somebody else going to tell you how to be yourself? Fam, all I'm saying is, I'm about to start just doing fucking videos online. Like, oh. I don't know what I'm about to do, but I'm about to do it, and then I'm going to go on a tour about... I don't know. 
about why the fucking sun is is bomb. <laughs> and, and then I'm gonna charge y'all. I'm not even gonna charge y'all 165 dollars. I'm only gonna charge y'all 80 dollars. How to because... look fly when you feeling frumpy? Like just make up anything and have like a whole little or the or the thing now is to have a master class on something. Like I'm gonna teach y'all something. I'm gonna say I'm a master at something, and I'm about to hold some classes. Like let me teach you how to do this and make some damn money. And on one hand, I can't be mad because at the end of the day, if somebody can if somebody can flip something and make money out of it and hustle, then why should I be mad at that? But on the other hand, I'm just like, who the fuck is paying $165 uh-huh. for somebody else to tell them how to be themselves? I just don't understand that. I understand getting self-help books. Right. You know, watching some free documentaries on on online about, you know, maybe for somebody teaching how to be yourself. But then this this generation complains about not having money, but then y'all do shit like spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a villa for the fucking Bahamas to see Blink one (laughs) eighty (laughs) two. Are y'all kidding me? Yeah. I'm like, who was on that? Who was coming to that music festival that was worth that much money? Nobody. I'm not even spending that much money for Beyonce. And she I'm was not. better than everybody that was going. Everybody on that Are list. Are you kidding me? But she would have not seen my face in the place. I wouldn't Please even. No. I wouldn't even get my friends together for us to spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on this villa. Mm-mm. Like, no. first of all, we're broke. Mm, but that's <laughs> right. We're not. And That's why I said we're definitely not the demographic for that party. <laughs> Unless Beyonce was coming to our villa to perform for us, uh, Jay Z was coming. The I twins, got to babysit the twins. Right. Like Ivy was gonna cook us breakfast. Mama uh, Knowles was gonna give me make a, a mammy titty hug. Like all like, of that. Like I would have needed all Salons of that, and I still had to show up. I still would have thought two hundred fifty thousand was too much. Look, I would have still been like, that sounds lit, but who? <laughs> like, there's just two hundred fifty thousand dollars right now. Would change I, my life. <laughs> we're so poor, Look. or they're so rich. I am just like two hundred fifty thousand dollars right now would be so clutch, and y'all motherfuckers was out here about to spend it on a fucking villa, and I, that's why I looked at that documentary. And the only people that I felt sorry for were the workers, mm-hmm. the you know the Bohemian people, all, all the locals that was but supposed to like get rich, paid. Yeah, y'all rich motherfuckers that showed up and was mad because y'all was about to be in FEMA tents, and y'all I was had like, to... "Oh my gosh, they're carrying mattresses <laughs> on their head, <laughs> eating y'all struggle sandwiches." That shit was. <laughs> One slice of cheese and Dull. one little leaf of Dull. one leaf and a and a wilted tomato. <laughs> it was like a cheese sandwich with mustard on it. I was like, nah, y'all not. <laughs> did you did you know there's an article about how we were victim shaming them by laughing at them on the documentary? Victim these nuts. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> get out of here it's always some articles or some think pieces on I don't like that that people blah 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 shut the fuck up I'm just letting you know they definitely cry babies like yes there was a lot of entitlement that maybe went into the idea of this exclusive music festival and then they should have been period it should have been no but it should have been like period but it doesn't help that people have gone on to twitter to victim shame the people that lost thousands of dollars due to someone's blah 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 and I was just like yeah but no we're not gonna do that we're gonna have fun we're gonna get these jokes off (laughs) right for sure (laughs) you about to get memed baby (laughs) 
DJ Khaled is scamming y'all niggas. He been on Weight Watchers for five years and that nigga's still fat as fuck. That, ma- that man gonna say he lost 30 pounds since 2015. Somebody's like, <laughs> so he lost an average of three, uh, 10 pounds a year and we're supposed to spend however many dollars a month for Weight Watchers? Nah, no thanks. Like, I'll pass. <laughs> These celebrities are scamming y'all niggas because y'all want to get their lifestyle and I just don't understand. Like, I... First of all, I think all these celebrity niggas are lying. So there's that. I don't want their lives because I don't know what their lives really look like. Because Instagram is fake. <laughs> for sure. It's broke people that's putting up a facade. So yes. you mean to tell me rich people? Like, yeah, y'all, y'all are wilding. Like, people, some of these celebrities don't even own these damn vehicles. They're renting mm-hmm. them or leasing them or at somebody else's damn garage p- posting these pictures. And y'all are trying to kill yourself to live up to an image for what? Who are you impressing? The broke niggas you live beside? Because we all know. Like, we're, I've seen you at the club, and you look just as busted as me. So I know that you're not out here in a Lamborghini wearing any of this stuff. Like, no. Like, people are trying to keep up with something that is a facade. Right. And y'all stupid. Like, I'm just going to call y'all stupid. Y'all stupid. All y'all people that sitting up here busting y'all ass to put up this daggone, like, just to look like... I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't get it. Millennials. I'm just hashtag millennials. It's a difference between faking it till you make it. It's a difference, you know. Right. It's not the same thing. I know some people are like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be around what you trying to attract for your life. You know, law of attraction. Da, 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 da. I get all that. But, but that ain't even being around it. That's just like, like looking at the internet. It's not like you hanging with them trying to get to where they at. Like, in the documentary, they talked about how some people were selling their personal belongings just to show up to this event. Like, then y'all, y'all stupid. Y'all priorities doing... are the fuck out of whack. You think I'm going to sell my house and be like, I got to go to this festival? Yeah, <laughs> I have to come no. back from the festival. Like, I have to come back and and, and like somebody didn't somebody quit their job or something? Yeah, because they wouldn't give them the time off, Look. and then you showed up to the struggle tent somebody probably pissed on your mattress so i know that their boss was weak (laughs) if they had an asshole boss like you dice then yes (laughs) yeah i bet you wish your ass would have stayed at work huh (laughs) oh you're such an asshole i didn't even think about that oh yeah (laughs) poor little tank tank (laughs) yeah so in conclusion. In conclusion, don't believe everything on the internet. It ain't true. People are out here, just like the hustlers on the street, it's hustlers online. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. We'll be, uh, <laughs> I guess shows. Um, Ayanla, would you like to start there? Bitch, did you finally watch it? Yes, ma'am. What is going on with this family? Okay, so look, loves, <laughs> we're talking about Ayanla Fix Your Life, because like, we definitely be moving from topic. We're talking about Ayanna <laughs> Fix Your Life. And the most recent episode, um, I think it's like And the Lie Detector says. Oh, yeah. So, so look. Okay. <laughs> now, go ahead. Go ahead. I had a deep sigh. Go ahead. So, it's three daughters, I want to say. Something yes, three. There's a mother. Um, Miss Yvonne. Okay. I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. I was calling her something else. Let me know. <laughs> The mother and the father are no longer together. They had three daughters. Mm-hmm. And they're on the show because the mother mm-hmm. is that the father sexually abused the two younger daughters. Mm-mm. The oldest in the middle. Not the youngest. No? No. 
It ain't the youngest. It's the middle child and the oldest. Because those are the ones that oh. was beefing outside about the fight. Okay. Well, the whole thing is a mess because the daughters don't remember being sexually abused by him. Because they was young as all fuck. I get that. Well, at least the middle child was. I I get that. Uh, well, okay. say just say what you what you think. <laughs> okay, so they don't remember being sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the youngest daughter is like on her mom's side, like she believes everything her mom is saying. The middle daughter is just like, I just want the truth. I'm not on nobody's side. Mm-hmm. And then the oldest daughter is on her father's side because she's like, no, I don't recall him ever doing. And that. she was like, and I was I old enough it. to remember, like you tried to coach me and tell me to say this and like no it didn't happen so before we even got to all this the bitches was fighting well about to fight (laughs) because I guess they had fought in the past with the girl and the girl had her son in her hand when it happened and these are like blood sisters like these aren't like oh like oh that's my friend like same mother and father joints yes (laughs) like they are I thought they was gonna steal on Yama like she was like no you are not gonna do this and yeah. she was like, I hope you don't think this is going to stop me from booking that ass. I said, oh, oh Jesus, I don't own. Right. <laughs> she said, not a black woman. Not in not front of these cameras. I don't like what to cut them shits off then because I'm about to ante up. <laughs> Fuck, what you mean? I was just like, what is happening right now? Dog, like- dog when the oldest called her mom a carrier and Ayala was like, what? She's like, yes, Yvonne, <laughs> my carrier. She said, oh, is that what you refer to your mom as? She's like, yes, a carrier. I said, oh, bitch. But look, but the fact that her mom told her that she wished that she would crawl in a corner and die because she looks like her damn daddy, I That's- can't. That is harsh as fuck to tell a child. And this is, she said this when she was a child. Not when she was a grown adult. She said this to a child. I don't give a fuck how angry you are with your ex-husband, your baby daddy, whatever you do not tell no child that like what and then like something i really thought was interesting that i wholeheartedly believe like your mood and the stuff that you go through when you're pregnant definitely directly affects your unborn kid so if you're super angry and blah blah i feel like you pass on that energy to your unborn child and ayala kind of hit on that where she was just like how do you feel knowing that you were pregnant with a child that you didn't want and like she was like and the mother was like yeah because like there was no connection like basically the mother didn't originally want to keep the baby and the husband or I guess I don't think they was married at that point yet was they no popular opinion alert this is Shay what's up I'm Mm pro-choice why the fuck are y'all having babies that y'all don't want yeah that, uh, and on honesty that and i'm not saying but that she's I'm it wasn't her, the mother older though so maybe it was like she's 53 now and the daughter is 33 but they wasn't so, they wasn't was they like really um, this is probably a really ignorant question but like i'm so serious like was people having abortions back then like that they were having them i can't i can't say for sure if they were maybe they was like more not. risky and stuff back maybe then. maybe they were i just and and i'm saying this and i y'all can again this is Shay direct the energy towards me I do think that grown ass people have a responsibility to use condoms Mm -hmm. and use birth control and whatever methods they need to use if you know for sure you don't want to have kids like take the preventative measures not to get pregnant 
However, things do happen. For sure. Um, none of those things are 100%. Mm-mm. But I do not understand. I do not understand why you would take your body through that experience. To have a and, child that you don't want and are not connected and to. And I'm not going to connect with, not going to give the proper love. I just, I just don't understand it. I, you know, I hear people talk about kids expensive as fuck. Like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You know, if you, they, people that are pro life talk about, well, you can give the baby up for adoption, and all these, there's all these kids in the foster system right now that are being mistreated. (laughs) Yes, it's just like I, I see both sides of the argument. Trust me, I do. Mm -hmm. But I just, I just don't understand it. I, I, I'm not about to. Yeah, you know, no, I I'm agree. Not, I'm not going to have a baby that I don't want. Like she's she's she sounds said, like she was disgusted. Like with, she was just like, he said that I had to keep the baby. So yeah. Uh, so you don't you think that even subconsciously that your feelings and emotions are not going to rub off on how you interact and treat that kid? Not only like even if you don't believe the whole transferring your energy when you're pregnant which I do but say you don't believe that you don't think that having that attitude and once you finally have the baby because babies kept catch on to like you know moods and how you like you know coming at them and like like no like yeah definitely I I said ma'am you wild seemed like she was just verbally abusive as fuck and then she seems like a manipulator because she was telling her story changed so many fucking times. She yes. was annoying me just in that damn hour show. Her story well, the, changed. The middle daughter was saying that her mom had told her how the older daughter was like abusing her as a kid and like throwing stuff at her. Oh her yeah, in the crib. And I was like, I don't believe that. But even when Ayanna, she was like, yeah, because she um even in the hospital she hit my head on that hospital wall. So she's like, so wait a minute, just listen to this for a second. You think that somebody handed you? a newborn baby to your six-year-old sister and she was walking around the hospital hitting your head on the on the hospital walls like does that even make any damn sense and I was like it really don't make no fucking sense it, it makes because no when sense. my son was born my daughter was probably about to turn she was like five I think and mm-hmm. she was sitting down <laughs> and we placed the baby there we had our hand underneath the support because they kids ain't that strong like that like at that age like six-year-old she's not holding a newborn and walking around with this baby like you i'm about to bang her like no like your story didn't make sense it was so many times when ayala pulled out the receipts honey with the police reports diffuse and she was like what did the young folks say i had to dig up the receipts i said oh lord ayala uh, stains our blood now. Look, but then she said she was so convinced, like it was blood, blah blah. But when Ayanna brought up the police report, saying like they said during the whole like little investigation part that it was, you know, a popsicle sign. She was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Yeah, huh? Two seconds ago, you was convinced, like you said, no, it's blood. Like because I'm like, Yo, you're a whole said- ass liar, my G." She said that someone switched out the panties. That it was blood when she saw, but then when they came, when someone took the panties and when they came back because they had someone working in evidence cares that much that's that they're going to switch like, it did they know you personally did they know the it seemed like they like, would want to get justice so why would they switch it out from blood to popsicles like I don't so then that doesn't the make other sense thing that I and Iyala were confused about so if you 
felt that strongly that your ex-husband children why is it that you gave him not even just sent the kids over there but had a whole custody custody gave that man custody of your children when they were 12 dog you accused that man of molesting your child children and literally 10 years later you gave them gave him custody what fucking sense does that make Please, someone explain it to me. She said, well, because they wanted to go over there. They felt like I was holding them. The bitch say, because they were teenagers, which a 12, 13-year-old is not a teenager. I mean, even though it says 13, they could take care of themselves. You got to be one ignorant-ass motherfucker. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. Like, that didn't make no sense to me. I say, yo, she wild. But I do want to say this. Um, I give you a middle finger because I thought I maybe it was just me because I didn't read. But I thought all of this was going to be wrapped up in one episode. So when they did not <laughs> tell me the answer at the end, I need the fucking lie detector results, bitch. Like, I really need them. And I was waiting wait. for them to tell me if the mom was lying. I was even on some, like, Maury. Like, let me see their reactions in the upcoming. Like, how they give you the, like, <laughs> this is what's happening on the next She's episode. I was it. like, so no, let me see their faces. <laughs> like, was she lying or who was telling the truth? Nah, they edited it so good you can't tell if they said yeah she was lying or no she wasn't lying so now I really am going to have to tune in next week because I need to know like th- was this mother lying was she, did she really hate her ex-husband that much that she lied on him about molesting the kids or is the father that much of a sociopath that he is like nah I ain't do that shit and like ball face lying but definitely invested. And yeah, I mean, either way, it's fucked up because, it, like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Either the father really did it or the mother has been lying to them for years. And if she's she was lying, not only that, she, like, just basically made these sisters Hate each strange. other, right? You caused all this rift over a lie, if that's the case. All because she cheated mm-hmm. and ended up pregnant with another nigga's <laughs> baby. Because really, that's what this all yep. is. She was over there crying over this nigga from 30 years ago. Child. N- Never mind the fact that her kids are about to fight. She didn't cry about no. that. She didn't feel no remorse when she sat there and talked about how much she didn't like her older daughter. But she sat there and cried tears about sure. this man that she cheated on, on you know 30 years ago and was so in love with. Who, by the way, was like, listen, I will, if you don't say nothing, (laughs) I will act like the baby is mine and we can stay together and you chose not to. I'm just like, I was trying so hard because we don't know what the real answer is. Right. I was was trying trying not to judge, right? I was like, look. But I was judging her. I could not help it. And I hope, uh, I hope that. I don't want to say I hope that she's telling the truth because that, that is fucked up. up. That the father did but you got to really be a sick it. individual to even lie about that. So either way, somebody's sick as fuck right now. Like that is true. But yeah, y'all. But the mom, she just disgusted me so fucking much. So <laughs> I was just like, like, I was frowning in my face like this bitch. Like use <laughs> <laughs> a piece of work. <laughs> Mm, next week i can't yes wait. listeners y'all go ahead and check that out because that definitely was ayala been coming with the heat the last couple seasons like i can't even yes. front because her they be intense i'm like yo a lot of people don't like her show look beloved i love them <laughs> i'm just like i tell everybody i can't i still want to throw me and denise up in that house we talking these days yes we could still go and use some some mammy to mm, you ask mm. me. She's like, come on, so, come on. 
Stay with it. Stay in it. <laughs> like, yes, I y'all look get it out. Yes. Let's see. What else? Um, Love and Hip Hop. You caught up on that? That came on yesterday. Uh yeah, I forgot what day of the week it comes on, but I know it came my on this D- week. Uh my DVR didn't record it. Oh. Uh-huh. So what was the last one you seen? Last week. What I happened on I fell asleep on it. What happened on that? I don't know because I have been bored. Oh. <laughs> so, God, I so I won't bring it up just in case the one I saw isn't from last week. I mean, isn't from oh, this okay. week. Because like I said, I don't know what t- what day. So I just was catching up on stuff on my damn um, DVR. So like it could have been from last week and this week hasn't come on yet, but I'm not sure. I don't know how much more of this reality TV I can really take, honestly. Oh, I guess we about to shut I... down the, the podcast, man? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a farewell speech, Shay? What's going on? <laughs> I hate loving hip-hop. I have no desire to watch it. There's nothing exciting happening on it. And they filmed so many Mustang That Did people post on their deck on social media and you yes, know the storyline before it airs? Know. It's like, like, I tried to watch what I'm not going to do is marriage fucking boot camp. Um, I tried to watch it because <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I was Soldier Boy. <laughs> this whole Soldier Boy thing that's been happening, he has been giving me my whole entire Look. life on social media. Dre. So I know he's on there. <laughs> Dre. <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm saying everybody's name like that for at least a week. Shay. Um, <laughs> right. Guys. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> but. Somebody came out and said that they filmed that like almost two years ago. So I'm like, because when I'm doing the like the last season of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, that uh Lil Drew, Lil Drew, <laughs> Lil Fizz, Drew, whatever his name mm-hmm. is, he wasn't even with that girl anymore. Right. So like the timeline when I'm watching, I was like, none of this makes sense. Soldier Boy's not with that Nia girl anymore. Fucking. Tammy Rivera and Waka Flocka just renewed their yep. vows this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, like we already know how uh, this is playing out, folks. <laughs> so what? It's just like not only that, it's just. And then wasn't this before Jessica Dime had the baby? No, I think it was after. Oh, okay. I do think it was after, but I still. So no, then it wasn't almost two years ago because that baby ain't no damn two. But I don't know. It the, might be. Because I'm thinking of the timeline when she was on um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I think that might have been two seasons ago. Listen, it's just, it's becoming really, really fake. Like, it always was fake, but it just, there used to be some stuff that really happened. Like, Mimi really did have sex on the show. But I don't know this last episode, like... It kind of made my eyes sweat a little bit. That's why I'm just like... Marriage bouquet? No, no, I'm talking about Love and Hip Hop New York. Oh, I'm gonna have to go. It definitely made my ass sweat, and I was like, "All right, okay, I guess y'all trying to come back from the break and do something better." Cause, yeah. Oh, yeah. So just watch it, and we'll talk about it next week then. And if you still not fucking with it, then shit. I don't know what we gonna do because I really, I, I watch you know what's the... irking me, Real Housewives. Why? Because like I'm just, I'm over Candy. Oh, um. I'm feeling for Nini, like, because she's really trying to take care of her husband with this cancer situation. And I get it. Like, he's scared, but trying to keep up a brave front, but he's, like, lashing out on her, which most people 
people normally do they they lash out to the ones closest to them and she's just like look my nigga like I need to get away right. so um so I'm feeling her storyline um I think that's about the only person's storyline that I'm watching like um I don't know if you caught up but the last episode that I saw was like when they took a trip to Tokyo for Eva's yeah, like little joint yeah uh, it was really sad about um well I don't know if he passed away or not but I know he was on the verge of passing away um Eva's grandfather so that kind of made my ass sweat a little bit and I mean but yeah it's not enough drama for me I mean in the drama that's going on it's just like what like what are y'all talking about so they have been irking me I've just been over it I have been finding more enjoyment in like the like I, I I like documentaries but not as much as dice so I will have to really love me a documentary. Let me yeah, say you'll something. Just be like, oh, that sounds like it looks good. And you'll stop watching. <laughs> I will have to hear that something is good first. Like the even with the fire festival thing, somebody told me to watch that. Right. Because I wasn't I probably wouldn't have watched it. Either. The funny thing is like if you wouldn't have told me about it and I happened to be on Netflix, I'm like, oh, what's this shit? Yeah. Oh no, nah, let me see this joint. Niggas is scamming. Y'all ruling it up. Oh, let me see this funny. I watch a documentary you're the first person I'm like this have you seen such and such because you usually like yeah I saw it or uh-huh. you know oh that sounds good but lately I have been just like into that like I'm about to watch the one about circumcision oh um, I will watch that yes yeah, one on Netflix on about circumcision I just been, haven't really been having the time but like it, whenever I get some free time I mean, now you all my free time will be on, on Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. I was just about to say, all yep. my free time will be on Game of Thrones. So I can't even lie, y'all. So, yeah, I don't know. But I need to, I don't know, try to find some daggone time. I was mad. I went to get my hair done this weekend. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to um, watch a couple episodes and forgot my goddamn adapter. Goddamn iPhone. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Take it home. Can't fucking listen to it. And I can't put it on speaker because I'm under the goddamn dryer. I can't hear shit. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, I did see a commercial that it's going to be a um, Married to Medicine LA. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know how I feel about that because it looked like all of the bitches from Atlanta was there. So I'm just confused on like... (laughs) I think they're doing like an introductory type of type of episode. Like I think they're it's going to be Mariah moving. That's what I think. That's why they did that spinoff. Because remember in this one, her husband was saying she didn't. He didn't know if he was going to stay at that hospital, and she was like, "He keeps trying to want to move to California, and I want to stay here." So maybe he ended up leaving, and like maybe with some kind of deal, they move. I think it would be a better fit for her anyway, because some bitches in Atlanta don't like her. They're just tolerating her because for she sure. Because wasn't she like so. the the person who brought the idea to create the show? Yeah. Yep. She has an executive producer credit, so they not getting rid of her right. like i heard that low-key they tried to buy her out so that you know she's like she wouldn't have the credit but she was just like no nah, what you won't do <laughs> which i think is actually smart. yeah that's definitely a good so. sm- a smart move yeah but um yeah that's all i got um tea um the only tea i had is about chris brown so that was gonna be you know that was gonna be your listen. tea it's not my, really my tea, but, you know, if y'all don't know, Chris Brown was arrested in what country? In Paris. Okay, and he was arrested in Paris for an alleged rape charge. Mm-hmm. 
I am not a huge Chris Brown fan. I am. I, yeah, I need to make that clear. But, you know, last week we talked about a cancel culture and, like, how quickly people are to cancel people and, hey, what's the criteria and stuff like oh, that. Oh, they was ready and, today. <laughs> and rape is most definitely something to be canceled for. Right. But the fucking, like, the first thing I heard was that someone said Chris Brown raped them, so he was in jail for that. Understandable. I get on the internet and all of y'all had already canceled him. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> not a Chris Brown, not a super fan. I do like some of his songs, but we don't have no facts. And the thing Where is, the receipts? and I felt like it was real convenient because they literally just announced like within a week that he basically owns all his fucking masters. He's the youngest artist to own like all of his fucking masters. You don't think these motherfuckers trying to get him up out of here? Like they like, oh no! Nah. And he been he, he been on his best behavior. He like, look, I'm about to be doing this little black pyramid. I'm gonna be a daddy, and I'm about to make like 400 track CDs. That's what the fuck I'm about to do. And he go out the house one little time. <laughs> and you know what? That was the crazy thing for me because honestly, I didn't know nothing about that master shit because I don't follow Chris Brown. But mm-hmm. I had just seen a post. He got like a new girlfriend that looked just like that ex-girlfriend. And I had just saw that mm-hmm. maybe two days ago. And I was just like, oh, look at him with his little new boot. And then this happened. So in my mind, I was like, God damn, like he really has been laying low. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this, because I don't follow him on anything. So I don't know what that man is doing unless it pops up on the shade room, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen nothing about him. I ain't heard no rant and ain't been no you know it's just he's been chilling it's just just, right it seems like he's just been making music minding his black ass business (laughs) and then this came out and just to see everybody if you listen if you already had him canceled for the rihanna incident that's understandable that was a fucked up thing right so that's fine Mm -hmm. but if you hadn't already canceled him and then today you decided you were going to cancel him because of this you wild as shit without facts like, that's what the fuck we were talking about last week. I don't understand, like... Uh, the crazy I, thing is, like, a little bit before we started recording this, they definitely just released that he was um, released without charge. Because... Because <laughs> she was lying, pretty much. Look, he, he made a post. He was like, that bitch lying. That bitch lying. <laughs> <laughs> Not even just that, but a few years ago, some... Oh, uh, all that shit when he, was on, when he was on CNN... Yeah. <laughs> Look. That lady lied on him and said that what did she say? Like he hit her or something like that. Yes. And turned out that that was a lie. Like it's easy once you unfortunately when you do something bad, some fucked up shit, then you can say anything and niggas will be prone to believe that shit without any receipts. <laughs> like for but y'all real. Got to do better. Like that's irresponsible as fuck. If y'all going to cancel the man, like I said, if y'all already had him canceled, then this shouldn't have been an uproar mm-hmm. about this because he would have already been canceled anyway. Right. But for y'all to re-cancel him or cancel him, whatever the fuck it is y'all be doing <laughs> today with little to no facts, that's crazy. Y'all got to do better. So what happens when somebody like lies about being raped? Like I always wonder that. And I'm sure that this probably would be a whole that could be a topic for a whole another damn podcast. But like I'm confused when like 
someone makes an allegation or a statement that they've been raped and then whether it's by investigation or they finally come out and admit like because I saw something on the news where this guy was saw that too. What, he was like this promising athlete like everybody mm-hmm. wanted him and this joint lied and said that he raped her I mean yeah and he spent like six in years jail. in jail and then found, she finally came out and was like I'm lying and then they let him go but it's like dog six years of his life has been gone like all his future plans and everything that was could have been like what happens then i mean do you have to like sue them civically like go you know like a, a civil suit or like do like you know the judicial system do they take up charges to be like dog you you know falsifying a police report or i don't know i'm making up charges but like what the fuck happens because that's there should wild. be some kind of criminal i i believe there should be some criminal if it doesn't that... then it should be and listeners if y'all know the answer on one of these let us know because i definitely i feel like that's just as bad i mean obviously it's not as bad as the person that do but like you fuck up people's like real life yeah. like you if they have children you fucking up like just the psych psychological like stuff that comes with that and then the whole time you plead with everybody I didn't do it I didn't do it like I'm not guilty and like you like everybody believing that you did it and it kind of finally like oh yeah I ain't do that shit or, or like yeah. no nah, he ain't do it like it's just fucked up but that's wild as shit hella crazy but yeah that was the only like tea I had nothing um I just had two little quick little notes mm-hmm about it's not tea but you know news mm-hmm. n- things that I heard in the news so Kamala Harris oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she announced her run for presidency in 2020 mm-hmm. um, if anyone has done any research there are some things in her background that are not the best uh, you know she's definitely for uh, private prisons and mm. you know that is a cash a money making <laughs> right. so you know she She's for like the three strikes or whatever bullshit. She, like she just, she definitely has some shit that you know make you raise your eyebrows. If you are, if you are LGBT, LGBTQ, there's like some more initials that they've added. Oh, for real? After the never, Q? Yes, oh. ma'am, but I don't know what they are. I'm not trying to be funny. I really just don't know. Mm. But um, if you're a member of that group or ally with that group, she don't give a fuck about that group. <laughs> So a lot of people, a lot of people are not here for her. I get it, y'all. But what we're not here for <laughs> is a second term of what the Trump. fuck we got going on. <laughs> it's 80,000 people that are out of work right now. Mm. There are, I don't even know how many people that are not going to receive their their food stamps, their assist, their public assist. There's so many things. And it's not to say that y'all issues are not important but this nigga don't care this nigga said them just this words motherfucker doesn't <laughs> care he said the, about anything. the government shutdown is just words and then try to say that we about to send people back to work without pay <laughs> honey what I, I do not believe that that she would and i'm for for one i don't even think she will be the democratic candidate you know just because she's saying she's running doesn't mean she'll i mean be kanye also said he's running so exactly. <laughs> we'll see it so, we'll see it when we believe it right believe when we see it i should say my thing is i don't think that she is so hell-bent on any of those things that she did that she would hold 
this country hostage behind it. Okay. This motherfucker has the whole country in a hostage situation over a fucking wall that he promised y'all, whoever y'all are, that another that country Mexico was going to do. Would pay for. Mexico said, "You shitting me." <laughs> Look, <laughs> you got me fucked up. So while I am not saying we should just jump on board because we should just jump on board, I am saying yeah. because who the fuck y'all really can't set aside some of that for this you know four years to get this nigga about part two of this (laughs) is because if y'all let him get away with this shit with this wall oh he gonna be feeling his fucking self he is gonna be feeling his motherfucking self and if y'all are prepared to deal with another what six years or however long it's gonna if y'all are prepared for it then fine. I'm gonna become a but Canadian. The, the think pieces and the the it's it's gonna be Hillary versus Trump all over again because Hillary didn't have policies that we agree with. And like I was one of them people who was just like, I don't fuck with either candidate, so I'm not voting for either candidate. I will not be making that mistake this time around. Mm. Do I I will be picking the lesser of the two evils yeah, as opposed to I just did. saying fuck it. <laughs> I did. I was like, and I guess I'm with her. Because <laughs> this nigga sounds like he on some fuck shit. And he is. So <laughs> if y'all don't get y'all entire fucking lives, the shit that I saw on the internet this week about this lady just announcing some shit was crazy. It was like, this is exactly what happened with him. And while we ended this up exactly in the place where happened. we... I feel like he's gonna I feel like he's gonna win. Oh, don't say that, please. Don't stress I me out. It. Okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> um, he also imposed a ban uh, against. I'm confused. I don't know for sure if it's a ban against trans people in the military or if it's just that they won't pay for people to transition um, in the military. I think what I read was they'll allow trans people to be in the military as long as they self identify with the sex that they were assigned at birth. But then that kind of defeats the purpose of them transitioning, exactly. doesn't it? <laughs> this is Constance. not the 1950s. <laughs> People are not rushing to fucking sign up for the fuck ass military. Right. So I feel not like as that nigga the is the commander in chief. <laughs> if the trans or the straights or the gays or the whites or the blacks want to voluntarily sign up to serve then you under should your fucking be happy. Then you should be fucking happy. And if you got money to hold your country hostage for 31, 32, 33 days and, you know, try to like fucking get money for a wall, you can handle a transition here or there. Okay. Like y'all making this seem like the military is just fucking overflown with overflown with trans people and i <laughs> highly doubt that because up until a couple years ago you couldn't even be right openly in the fucking exactly. military, let alone trans like you're getting money for a fucking wall but you can't help with reassignment surgery for the motherfucker that volunteers to be in your funky ass army <laughs> navy marine whatever child good luck with y'all president <laughs> that's y'all <laughs> if y'all cannot see why this lady might be a better candidate than I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just get ready for another four years. Of some they bullshit. need to get ready. Me and you need to find our damn paperwork to become a daggone Canadian citizen. 
my husband is in the Navy, so he actually has the option to move out of this country should, should you know, need be. And we actually could have gotten orders to Tokyo. And I was like, hell. Would me. you like a, but, to adopt a grown woman with a husband and children? <laughs> <laughs> we, would, we would not be in your hair at all. <laughs> I just did not even do. Like, I can't. So, the fuck That's, that was my tea. My political tea. Political tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, good, bad, ugly. Are we doing that? Though? Oh, did you have something else? Oh no, I was talking about we doing good, bad. We good? I'm good. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. What am I starting with? Um, I guess good. I start with good. Are you supposed to start with good or start with bad? We're supposed to start and with then end with good. And with okay, good. so bad. Let me keep this brief. It's a long story, but I'm going to keep it brief. Um, The bad is that I need to work on how I'm perceived. And let me clear this up because listeners that listen to me faithfully know I don't give a fuck about how I'm perceived. (laughs) So let me clarify. (laughs) I need to work on how I'm perceived around people that I actually like and are interested in getting to know. Because apparently I come off uh, intimidating. Which I didn't think I did. I don't know. But long story short, and I'm going to make it super... Oh, wait a minute. What was the... Hmm? I, you, Go ahead. I come off intimidating? I won't say intimidating, but... I'm literally the nicest bitch you know. Uh, definitely not saying that. Oh. You have a big personality, though, for sure. Big personality. That's the like politically correct way to say, like, bitch, you intimidating. Like, what does big personality mean? No, because when I think of intimidating, I kind of... I mean, like, I I'm not Debo. Think of the word scared. Yeah, not yeah. like that, but like, all right. I, let me tell I my story, and maybe you'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, I was um, over a friend of a friend's house to watch football, as I do mm-hmm. every week. And um, so I, I'm not gonna go really, really deep in this. I had to leave um, in the middle um, to drop my daughter off at practice. And while I was gone, um, my son um, was playing with um, the the wife of the house. I guess that's the thing. And um, as a toddler does, they run around and they don't pay attention. And he ran into her glass dining room table. And, um, you know, he started crying. So she picked him up and was like taking him because my husband was still there while I wasn't there. And, like, you know, everybody was in the same room, you know, watching football and stuff like that. And she was like, picked him up, was like, hey, you know, he's crying. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, he ran into the table. So, you know, whatever. So apparently when like when he was crying, everybody looked back and was like, he's bleeding. <laughs> she was like, what? And she looked at him and his eye was bleeding. And apparently it was like gushing, like leaking, like he was in like a fight or something, like literally like oh. blood all over his shirt and everything. I know. So she's panicking. She's running around the house looking for like the Neosporin and the whole uh, first aid kit. And apparently like it was like frantic in the house. Um, she's just crying at this point because she is like, she doesn't want me to come back and feel like she was negligent and let this happen. And was just like crying. It's like, you know, I know she's a mom and then she's going to come back and her son's eyes bleeding. And like, she's hysterical at this point. And they're trying to calm her down. It was like, no, she's not like that. Like, she'll know it's like an accident. And then one of the other guys that comes every week to watch, he was like, look, 
I don't think you should tell her. Like, just change. <laughs> <laughs> just take off his shirt. Because apparently, like, his shirt had all this blood on it. Just take off his shirt and don't tell him nothing. Like, he good. Like, after a while, he calmed down. Like, my freaking son's like a baby Hulk. So, like, after a while, he's just like, I'm straight. Like, it, it probably just scared him more than anything. And um, so, like, you know, they cleaned him up. It was like, don't just take off his shirt. And my husband's like, look hell no i'm telling her ass because if something happens later on down the road i'm like oh yeah that was from that time when his eye was bleeding and then i'll be like oh yeah i ain't tell you then i'm gonna be the bad guy i'm gonna get in trouble so like, <laughs> like literally people are strategizing on like how the fuck is dice gonna act when she come in here and her damn son's eyes bleeding so the girl on story show was like telling my husband like look you be the one to tell her when she comes in here and he was like, all right, fine, I'll tell her. And then, like, um, you know, my best friend's husband, he's there. He's just like, I'm telling you, she's not like that. Like, she's not going to space. And she's still crying. She's like, I just I just know. Like, she's going to go off. Like, blah, blah. So I come in the house. Like, I'm all happy because I'm like, oh, I can get, I can finish drinking. Finish watching football. <laughs> my husband stops me at the door. First of all, it was cold as fuck on Sunday. Let me reiterate. Sub-Zero, <laughs> the Hulk, as well as Jack Frost was all out there. Stops me at the door and was like, hey, babe. And I'm like, uh, can you move out of the way? Like, it's cold as shit out here. Like, can I walk in the house? He was like, so there was like a little accident. And I was like, what? On cue, my son runs in, mommy! Like, he's all fine. So I'm confused. I'm just like, an accident. So I pick up my son. Like, what do you mean? Like, they was like, well, he was, you know, running around. And- Told this story. Right, right. <laughs> and so the table, whoop, whoop, whoop. And I glance over and the lady is still in shambles crying. Long story short, I'm like, it's okay. You know how toddlers are, blah, 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 blah. And then it comes up. She was like, well, I just thought that you didn't like me. I said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, ma'am. Like, I literally see you every Sunday. We have interactions. Like, I thought it was cool. And, like, I know she's been through some stuff in her past, like, you know, with her kids and, like, just trust stuff and, like, you know, losing friends over stuff. Like, so I get it. But I was like, let me just explain something about myself if I don't like you and this is for listeners and anyone out there that's listening <laughs> if I do not like you there will not be any doubt in your mind <laughs> like hmm, well she still says hi and speaks and she gave me a hug and say if I don't like you you will for fucking sure know but apparently I'm still projecting something that's just like I don't know whatever it is that long story what I'm coming to say is that I need to change it yeah, that was a really long story. That was the bad, um, the good, uh, my base first uh, all-star competitive cheer competition for the season starts this weekend. Yeah. It's been a long off-season, and their first competition is coming up. I'm excited. She's excited. And I just love being the Al Bundy of cheer and can live through my daughter. So <laughs> super fucking excited. And, yeah, that was my long-ass story for good and bad. What about you, boo? Anything? Or we... Happy to be here. Um, I am, you know, I am just here. I just want to say, be honest with the listeners. I did have a shot on Friday, mm-hmm. but I am doing really well considering that I have a goblet that I call a wine glass <laughs> and I would have one to three of those every night. So, you know, and I had that shot and I didn't even like it. So I just wanted to let y'all know and be transparent with oh, you being accountable and, you know i am out here trying so <laughs> i don't really have my bad is the same a bitch is trying to cope and find you know 
but my good is that I'm doing good with my my drinking endeavors and I'm hoping that um I can just JT and I did our budget mm-hmm. we did we started we had a budget at the beginning of the month and we went over like seven hundred dollars so um, I'm just hoping that you know, in uh this next month, we can just tighten that on. Right, all no the way. <laughs> yeah. Snap Luckily, that. he will not be here. <laughs> you know, so I think that would definitely assist. But I looked at our budget and was like, oh, so we just out here, huh? So I was just like, so we said we was going to spend this much on that, but we tripled that. Right. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> and it's just amazing to see because you feel like you broke, but when you put down what you spend, I wrote down every single transaction that we mm-hmm. made in the month of January. And when that shit was on paper, it was like, no, we have a lot of money. We just eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we're fat. It's so Let's stupid. Huh. Well, that's all I got. Well, look, we are excited that you guys came to chat with us this week, as always. And like we always tell you, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Don't forget to follow us, subscribe, all of that good stuff on Instagram and Twitter. We are um, at the Chatty Patties, our website where you can find links to each and every place where we are streaming at www.thechattypatties.com. Also, if you don't have any of those platforms, we load the SoundCloud um, episodes on there. So you can actually listen right directly on our website as well. And we Mm -hmm. thank you guys for listening. Also, make sure you guys continue to interact with us on our questions of the days and all that good stuff. We see you out there. We appreciate you. And thanks for tuning in. And we will talk to you guys next week. Wait! Ah! (laughs) Pump the brakes. What's up? I want to send a shout out to uh, my daughter and I's hairdresser. She is on Instagram at Happy Hair by Tam. She uh, reposted one of our uh, Instagram posts. Thanks, Tam. To her story. But not only that, she literally sent that post to uh, a few of her clients that she thought would really enjoy the podcast. Yes, Tam. Hopefully. Um, by the time this airs, they will be geared up and ready to listen. You know, um, just really quickly, you know, I can admit that I have not been the most supportive thing, uh, friend when it comes to other people's endeavors. Mm-hmm. But now that Dice and I are like out here trying to grind to get this, I understand the importance supporting of like folks. really supporting your friends, like, and not just hitting a like button. Right, because hitting a like button is cool like it's it said a lot for for it it said a lot to me for her to like not only just put it in her story but to be like oh no I think she'll like it she'll like actually send it directly and this is just you know this is someone who does our hair and you know not to shade anybody but you know our own goddamn friends don't do shit like that shout out to Duncan though because he be on it yes Duncan is always very supportive he's very supportive of everybody and so I just know I need to put that energy out there Mm -hmm. to get that energy back so I'm going to try to be more supportive of people's endeavors moving forward for sure Um, and hopefully like Dice says every week you all will tell a friend to tell a friend let's support each other in 2019 y'all go follow Tam y'all go follow Tam and go hit her up thanks Tam for your support boo 
let let's find ways to support each other so we can come up with a scam and uh, okay. get these niggas about get it. our best Caucasian life. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>